0: Oh man, what a what a show! Every now and then we get lucky, we get a scoop. Here on the on the show, we beat everyone else to the punch, and uh, this is fantastic. Hi, this is Harlan Williams. You are listening to the Harlan Highway Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, boy, we uh, I won't keep you waiting any longer. Apparently, we have Bruce Jenner calling in today. The uh, the athlete, the the man, the husband of the father of the Kardashians, whatever he is. Uh, As everyone knows, he's going through this uh, sex change, gender change operation, and so everyone's dying to talk to this guy. We got him, and I don't know how, but we got him. So he's going to be calling in. It's going to be a fantastic interview. We'll ask him all about it. Um, Also, we're going to be talking about uh, a horrible story, a freak accident that happened at a fish factory and uh, wait do you hear this. It's, it's, oh my God. I don't know if there's a worse way to go out of this world than this story. We're also going to be discussing irony, the irony of life, the things we've had happen in our lives that are ironic. And then lastly, we had a pavement pounder complaining about Canadian music. And so I get back at him by playing some Canadian music at the end of the show. This is the Harland Highway. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce... The Harland Highway.
1: I promise you,
2: I will please you all. Believe me. What
1: is he like? What's he like, anyway? Oh, he's an angel. He's an angel
2: straight from heaven. You're going to need a bigger coach. You're
0: listening to Harland Williams. Why don't
2: you give me a name and a face and a reason why? Oh,
1: man, what do you expect? You got a gigolo, man. (laughs) It's over, Jenny. It's over. Nothing is over. You just don't turn it off. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway.
0: It's weird. It's no just plain weird. you know not on me. I'm still alive. I'll tell you what I won't give you, you muckers. I won't give you the
1: satisfaction of saying that I'm sorry. Welcome to the Harland Highway. Oh, you get your money for believe me. the harland highway
2: crazy news story that's weird wow
0: that's strange stuff oh boy this this story is i don't know this one is very crazy this one's cray cray as the kids are saying which i hate by the way cray cray i just want to say fish fish they're like what crayfish crayfish cray cray, forget it Um, So here's the headline for this crazy story. You ready? Tuna plant charged after worker cooked to death. Uh, uh. Holy God. Felony charges have been filed after the horrific death of a worker at a California tuna plant. Bumblebee Foods and two of its employees have been charged with willfully violating safety rules in the death of of 62 year old Jose Malena, who was cooked to death inside an industrial oven at the company's Santa Fe Springs plant. Ugh. ugh. I mean, ugh. Prosecutors say that the workers, unaware Malena was making repairs inside the pressurized steam cooker, loaded 12,000 pounds of tuna into it and turned it on. Melena cooked to death and a and a colleague discovered his charred remains. Oh my god.
2: Starkiss wants sooner to taste good. Sorry Charlie.
1: Only good tasting tuna get to be Starkiss. Like good tasting 100% solid white tuna fillet
2: packed in spring water.
0: Oh god, I don't I don't even want to really joke about it, but it's it's god, what a way to go. How how did the how do the workers not know there's a guy in in the thing cleaning it. How do they know he's not inside the industrial oven making repairs? That's that's the memo that really needs to get around. Uh, Yeah, memo. Jose will be cleaning the oven, the giant oven. He'll be inside of it with a can of Easy Off. (laughs) All right, apparently the oven stinks like fish, so Jose's going to go in and clean it out. Memo to everybody do not turn on giant oven while human being is inside
1: Mm, delicious taste but half the calories of tuna in oil
0: holy God
1: sorry Charlie
0: I mean and then they mix the guy in with the fish can you imagine if, if one of these kids this guy's relatives were out at a family picnic or something hey Maria these uh these tuna sandwiches taste delicious is it just me or, I don't know, it's, call me crazy, but it tastes like, did you put some Jose in here, man? I think I I think I can taste, it tastes a lot like Jose, and by the way, has anyone seen Jose? I haven't seen the guy in a couple of weeks, but these sandwiches, man, it's like some kind of, uh, albacore tuna meets Jose kind of texture mix, i Are you taking cooking glasses or something, Maria, because... Oh, wait a minute. Something in my teeth. Here's Jose's wedding ring, man. What the hell? But Charlie, Starkist don't
2: want tunas with good taste.
1: Starkist wants tunas that taste good. Hey, sorry, Charlie.
2: Only good-tasting tuna get to be Starkist. Good-tasting 100% tuna fillet.
0: Oh, boy. So, you know, I'm just glad this guy's name wasn't Charlie. Okay, lucky it was it was Jose and not Charlie. I mean, that just would have been too ironic. Had his name been Charlie. Yikes. So, anyways, um the uh the company, the Bumblebee tuna guys, who described the death as an accident, these guys would be fined up to one and a half million dollars. Um, and the the uh director of safety at the factory, could get three years in prison. The, uh, the district attorney said in a statement, our goal is to enhance the criminal prosecution of workplace safety violations. And Bumblebee Tuna says it's disappointed by the charges. Um, okay. I wonder if Jose is disappointed in his um, mulched-up tuna salad sandwich body. I mean, good Lord. I mean, so much for sending that guy to the crematorium. It's already been done. I mean, all you really need to do is throw some relish and mayonnaise into the thing. And, you know, if the guy's got to go, at least, you know, at least make him into some tuna salad or something. Use him up. Don't don't let it just be a waste. I mean, he's in there. Will people really know the difference? Oh, I know. Believe me, I could taste it right away. That's Jose, man, for sure. He's delicious. Where'd you get this? Is this Jeffrey Dahlbert tuna or what? So tragic story, um, but I uh, had to open with that because, you know, you think about the ways you're going to die in life. And being cooked alive in a tuna factory ain't usually on anybody's list. Um, And I mentioned, uh, kind of to move on from this story, I mentioned, uh, you know, wouldn't it be ironic if the guy's name was Charlie? Hey, sorry, Charlie. For those of you that don't know that clip, that's, uh, that's a famous uh, commercial campaign that ran in like the 60s, 70s, and 80s, very successfully, a cartoon tuna named Charlie. And he was always, for some reason, he was a moron fish. He was always trying to get caught because uh, I guess Starkist tuna tastes so good, he would have been very proud to give up his life to be a, a, a Starkist tuna in somebody's st- tuna salad sandwich. Kind of a mental case but they built a very successful campaign and 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 the thing was uh, you know we want tuna that that tastes good not tuna with good taste so they're always rejecting charlie this guy was pretty much throwing himself on fish hooks and jumping into boats and they just kept throwing him back so i don't know if if poor charlie had mercury cancer or some kind of like pollutants in his system or poison or he was i don't, who knows I mean, how bad, how bad of a tuna do you have to be to get rejected by a greedy corporate, you know, fishing company that manufactures uh, tuna? Since when do they ever throw anything back? These guys drag ten-mile-long fishing nets and suck in everything in the ocean—turtles, whales, sharks, and just dolphins. Just kill them to get at the tuna. I find it hard to believe that, that Charlie's getting rejected by these corporate, greedy, ocean-destroying freaks. There you go. But anyways, it, it made me think of irony. And sometimes you get irony wrong. You know, you, you, you're like, well, what is irony? What, what does the term irony mean? And maybe this is a point where it should be looked up right now. So let's see. According to the, uh, the dictionary, irony... The expression of one's meaning by using language that normally signifies the opposite, typically for humorous or em- empathetic effect. Um, A state of affairs or an event that seems deliberately contrary to what one expects and is often often amusing as a result. Okay, so I guess that kind of applies to Charlie, the tuna, But uh, here's something that happened to me recently that I thought was uh, kind of funny and ironic. I was uh, going through an airport and I stopped in one of these little, you know, newsstands where they sell chips and pop and magazines and books. (laughs) And I grabbed a bag of chips and I was waiting in line. The lady in front of me was buying a book and she paid for the book and she took off. And I'm standing there, and the lady behind the counter, the cashier, is like, oh, the the lady, she she left without a book. And I picked up her book and it was Gone Girl. Uh the book that, that they just recently made into a movie with Ben Affleck, and I go, Well, that's fitting. The book's called Gone Girl, and the girl be gone. And we all had a laugh about it because it was, you know. I guess that's irony right there. And then of course the the lady eventually came running back and gone girl was return girl and then girl be gone again. So she was gone girl, return girl, gone girl. I guess. Um uh, so uh so that was kind of fun. I wonder if anything uh, ironic has ever happened to you that was uh just so bang over the head. If you want to uh, share a story or tell me of something that uh, was ironic or unusual um, that made you laugh or was just, you know, way out there, you can uh, share that with us, Three two three seven three nine four three three zero. 739 I like to hear those stories. Isn't that funny, though, that, that this lady buys a book called Gone Girl, takes off, leaves the book, she's basically a gone girl and she, she comes back for the buck small but humorous so if you if you have any uh ironic irony laced events that you want to uh, share with the listeners here 3237394330 here on the uh Harlan hotline and and is it ironic that you know Bruce Jenner is in the news and uh, you know he did the Diane Sawyer interview, and uh, he's 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 changing his gender. He's going from a man to a woman, and I thought, is it ironic that his last name is Jenner? Bruce Jenner. If you say, it, is it gender? Bruce Jenner. Bruce, Bruce Jenner. Jenner. Gender. 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 Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner. Bruce. Is it Bruce Jenner or Bruce Gender? I think it's Bruce Gender. But is it ironic that, you know, his name couldn't be any closer to sounding like the word gender? I mean, you know, it's, it's very, very close. The way you pronounce it, the way you spell it's different. But the way it's said, Bruce Jenner, Bruce gender, Bruce Jenner, Bruce gender. Try saying it. They're, they're very, very close. Is it ironic? Is that irony? Maybe I don't know. But is that ironic that his name is so close to something that he ended up having a big part of his being a big part of his life? And speaking of of that, okay, Roger, is this happening? Okay, so we're going to cut away from what we're doing now because apparently Bruce Jenner, Jenner, Jenner. Is we got this is an amazing scoop because Diane Sawyer did this huge interview with Bruce Gender, and it looks like we have him calling in. Uh, Somehow we got him to call in. I don't know how. I'm not even going to ask. I think this is great. I think he's Roger signaling that he's on the line. I think. Okay, we're good, Roger. Yeah, okay. Roger signaling that we've made the connection. So. Let's sit back. Uh let's see what let's see what Bruce Jenner has to say in his own words. Yeah, put him through. Okay, I can I can wait for a second. You ready? You ready? Good, good. Okay, well this is uh this is going to be interesting. I've got uh Bruce Jenner on the line and uh let's patch him in from uh, Malibu, California. Uh, this is going to be quite fascinating, I'm sure. Uh, hello, Mr. Uh, Jenner, are you there? Hello, Harlan. Hello, uh, sir. Well, let's not throw titles around. Uh, I'm sorry, what? Well, you know,
2: you you say sir, and, you know, it just maybe sends the wrong signal.
0: Oh, I got it, I got it. Uh, why don't we just...
2: just call me
0: Bruce for now. Okay, br- Bruce, um, so so this is, uh, where do I begin, uh, Bruce? Harland, I just said... I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I, I'm just so used to saying your name, um, I, I, I do apologize.
2: That, that's okay, this is, this is a big adjustment for me, it's a big adjustment for my family, and it's a big adjustment for everybody, and this is an emotional time for me, but this is something that's been, uh, let's just say... <laughs> Long overdue.
0: I, I understand. It's 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 got to be an an emotional decision, obviously, as you said. It it it's wow. All I can say is wow. Well, what's that mean? No, I just mean wow. It's it's you know wow.
2: Okay, you know that that's vague. That's like saying kapuwi or or smack. You, what does that mean?
0: Okay, uh, sorry. Um, I didn't. It sounds like you're a little, a little testy this morning.
2: Well, okay. If we're, since we're doing the interview and I'm talking about everything that's going on with me, um, I'm PMSing.
0: I, I, I beg your pardon?
2: I'm, I'm PMSing. I'm in the middle of PMSing. I had my period. It started two days ago. Heavy, heavy flow.
0: Um, what, what do you mean? Uh.
2: Okay. Did you not go to school? Okay. I'm PMSing. I have my first period.
0: Uh, I'm a little confused.
2: Okay. You did call me to ask me about changing from being a man to a woman. Is is that what we're talking about here, or did you think you were calling someone else?
0: Okay. It sounds like you're getting a little heated up here. Uh, Are are you... of course, we're here to talk about your your transformation.
2: Okay, so I was a man, and now I'm a woman. Is that? Do we have a problem?
0: Not not at all. But I'm a bit confused that you said I'm having my period. Ah, uh, yes.
2: Okay. Well. <sighs> <sighs> I'm a woman. Okay. It it was, I made the transformation. I'm in the middle of the transformation. Did you not know that women get their period once a
0: month? Uh well I do but 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 you're you're still Go ahead, say it. I'm still what? Um I don't think you can have your period.
2: Okay, so what is this? Wow. So I'm doing an interview. I let you call me up so I could be insulted?
0: No, I'm it's just that physically I, I didn't know or, uh, I mean even if you become a full woman and I know you're in in the in the transformation stage right now um I, I don't believe you can have a period of have a menstrual cycle
2: oh oh so you're a doctor is that what this is
0: no, no I'm not a doctor Bruce okay you
2: know that's strike three okay. My name's not Bruce. In fact, I'm changing my name.
0: I, I, I did not uh, know this.
2: Yes, I'm changing my name to a, to a woman's name.
0: Oh, okay.
2: I've always... I'm getting emotional. I've always loved and found very poetic the names of young African-American girls. Okay. And... I figured since I'm going down this road, since I'm going on this very personal journey, I might as well make it complete. (laughs) Excuse me for one second.
0: (laughs) Take a breath. That's what I'm doing. Okay. You know, I I understand you're having your period.
2: Uh, Oh, really? I'm
0: having my period. So now you're going to give me a
2: hot time because I'm on the rag?
0: Are you telling me you have a tampon inserted? Uh... And I don't know what name to say. Of course I
2: have a... I'm on my period, okay? Do you not understand human biology?
0: Well, I I thought I did, but now I'm a little thrown off because I don't know if physically you can have my period. I'm
2: telling you, I'm bleeding. I've got PMS. Can we screw that into your fucking melon-sized head?
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, Bruce, you need to take your PMS and settle down. There it is again. Bruce.
2: Look, if I'm going to do this, if I'm going to go through all these changes, I'm going to need people to stop calling me Bruce, okay?
0: Well, what is your new name? You mentioned an African American.
2: My new name, I wasn't going to tell it. I didn't tell Diane Sawyer, and I wasn't going to tell you, but here it is Shen Shawana Shen Shawinkata. What? What? Shen? What? Shan Shiwana, Shanika Winchakar. Ah,
0: oh boy.
2: Oh, oh. So now we've got problem number two here, do we? Uh,
0: listen, can I just call you Bruce for for the remainder of this this interview? Because I'm I'm just
2: <sighs> wow, amateur hour.
0: Excuse me.
2: You know, if you feel more comfortable calling me Bruce. Then call me Bruce. But you might be the last one to do it. Oh, God, I think I'm dripping. Oh, my, oh, my God.
0: I don't think you can, you can drip. Now, I've been hearing some odd stories that uh, t- t- something about you putting eggs in the freezer.
2: So? That's right. I put my eggs in the freezer in case I ever want to have a child.
0: Well, wait, wait a minute. You don't have eggs.
2: Oh, oh, okay. So you're going to tell me what I have and don't have. Is that how this goes? Is Is this part of the war on women? Is that what's happening here?
0: No, there's no war on women, but how can you physically, biologically put your eggs in freezing?
2: Because I went to the store and I bought a dozen eggs and I put them in the freezer. Duh.
0: Are you telling me you put... What?
2: Uh, I have to practice putting eggs in the freezer, so I went to the store. And I don't know why, how you found out about that. Ridiculous.
0: Well, boy, oh boy, this is just getting stranger and stranger. Why why, Are you saying you want to have kids?
2: Yes, I want to have kids. I'm a woman. (laughs) This is really, you know... (sighs) This is like the war on women happening to me, okay? The war on women is happening to me. Everywhere I go, everywhere I do, everyone wants to pick me apart. Why can't I be a woman and have my period and freeze my eggs?
0: Well, nobody's having a war on women. Oh, really?
2: How come when I went into the restroom, okay, the other day, I'm out shopping at the mall, I'm picking out some new shoes and a dress, I go into the women's restroom, and I'm standing there taking a piss, and all the women start screaming at me and treating me like I'm a witch or something.
0: Wait a minute. You, you went into the women's washroom? Ah, uh, hello. I'm a woman. So if, I mean, Bruce, if you could stop huffing. It's really annoying.
2: Oh, so now, oh, okay. The war on women continues.
0: You went into the women's washroom, and you were standing there, as you said, taking a piss?
2: I stood and took a piss, okay? It's a habit. I'm going to, hopefully I break it, too. I also took a Minnesota steamer, and has anyone got a problem with that?
0: A a what?
2: A Minnesota steamer.
0: What is a Minnesota steamer?
2: Okay, uh, you know...
0: Would you stop the huffing?
2: A Minnesota... You're a man, right? I'm, I'm guessing you're a man.
0: Yes, I'm a man.
2: Okay, a man... Takes a bowel movement much differently than a woman, okay? A woman sits down and probably pills out little round pellets like a rabbit or a reindeer like Bambi, little round pellets like the kind you buy at the movie theater snack shop.
0: Oh, God.
2: But a man, okay, a man, M A N, hello, when a man sits down, he takes a real hearty dump, okay? A Minnesota steamer. A Rocky Mountain Field Mouse, whatever you want to call it.
0: A Rocky Mountain
2: f- Field Mouse. Whatever you want to call it. I don't I don't know what you call it in your house, but it's a man's dump. And I'm sorry, but I'm in the middle of something here, and I just don't have the women's bathroom etiquette yet to sit down and take a pee and to trim my bowel movements so that they're petite and they're dainty. I still do a solid Minnesota screamer or a Bronx bomber or whatever you want to call it. Some call it the subway straight to hell, and sometimes that's what it sounds like.
0: Oh, my God. Well, if you're not completely th- through the window, as you said, uh, Shunshwaka schwika shun Waka, I'm sorry if I'm butchering the name, but it's a long name. We're getting more of the war on women. If you're not ready to use the women's bathroom, don't you think it's more appropriate to go into the men's bathroom? Oh, gross. What am I, a truck driver? What, do
2: I drive a cement mixer every morning and pour cement? I'm a woman. God. You know, this war on women is just really... I never knew how impactful it was until it started hitting me right between the tits.
0: Um okay. Well listen, where where do we go from here? Cuz I I feel like that this this interview is very antagonistic. You're clearly having your period. And it, is there any any good news here? Well,
2: thank you for finally getting to it 30 minutes into the interview.
0: Well, wait a minute.
2: Oh, wait a minute. We'll, we'll, more the war on women.
0: Would you stop with the war on women? Is there anything good coming out of this this transformation?
2: Well, I'm back in touch with the people at
0: Wheaties. Oh, okay. The Wheaties, the cereal. You you had that iconic photo on the cover of the Wheaties box back in the 70s when you, you won the Olympics.
2: Yes, I think everybody knows that.
0: Okay, well, just in case people weren't aware. Oh, like nobody
2: knows about my
0: Wheaties box. So you're going back on the cover of Wheaties? As, as I mean, w- what's the picture going to be? Do you remember that music, the sound
2: of mu- the, that movie, The Sound of Music?
0: Yes, with uh, the the kids and then the the, the the nanny, Julia Andrews.
2: That's right julie andrews and there's a scene in the movie where it's a beautiful shot oh my god i'm getting emotional (laughs) oh some of my hormones just went up in my throat. Uh, there's a beautiful shot where um, julie andrews she comes swirling up the side of a swiss mountaintop there's a field full of poppy flowers and daisies and Julie Andrews comes swirling around, her dress is flowing out, and she's singing. She's singing, the hills are alive with the sound of music. Okay, okay. And it's just a, such a sweeping, beautiful shot. It just, it cries of femininity. It cries of... Of female beauty, and that's what I want on the cover of the Wheaties box.
0: Wait a minute. You're going to go on the cover of the Wheaties box, swirling in a dress on a Swiss mountaintop surrounded by flowers and butterflies?
2: Oh, if we got a problem now, is someone being sexist? You know, this war on women.
0: Would you stop with the war on women? I'm just asking questions.
2: Are you yelling at me? Because if you want to get into a bitch slap fight, you know, I used to be an Olympian, and I'll put you through a fucking wall sideways, okay? I'll put you so far through a fucking wall, you'll end up at the cement factory that made the fucking cement to make the fucking wall, wise guy.
0: Wow. You know, you are really aggressive.
2: Oh, right. Pick my hairy twat lips.
0: Oh, come on.
2: Oh, what you can't! If you're gonna you're gonna treat me like a woman, then I'm gonna act like a woman. You know, it's stretch my twat lips and let them flap back like roller coaster tracks, right in my face.
0: Come on, that's now you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.
2: Wait a minute. What? The hills are alive with the sound of music.
0: Can you stop singing that? I don't, I'm don't. i not... Just because you're turning into a woman doesn't mean you, you have the vocal range of a woman.
2: Oh, look at you. Sexist right to the bone. Why don't you suck a ham sandwich and blow it out your garlic bread teeth?
0: Okay, you know what? I, I, I think we got to end here. I'm kind of upset that we caught you on the day when you're having your period. And uh, you just seem very cranky, uh... Shenshwana Shwanika Shon Oh
2: Christ Why did I even agree to talk to you
0: Well, I think we're done here.
2: No, we're not done.
0: Why? why? Do you have something else you want to say?
2: Yes, as a matter of fact, I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kill, blah, blah. Sound of music Could you not Excuse do... me, I'm
0: singing. Well, I don't want you to. Fuck off. Now watch your language. The oh god, I'm hanging up.
2: The... Are you you're not hanging up on me.
0: Yes, I am. Hello? you no. Hello.
2: The Roger, stop playing the music. With the Turn the music off, of Roger. Hills. Oh my god. Oh my god, I'm yeah. bleeding. Oh, oh my god, I've gotta go. Good. oh 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 it's such a heavy day oh. oh God hang up turn off the music Roger would you turn it off
0: turn off that music God that was the weirdest freaking interview I've ever done Bruce Jenner crazy. All I can say is good luck to him or her, whoever he or she is, and I'm going to leave it right there. Let's make this interview a memory. God. Okay. I'm going to ask you for the last time to turn it off. You're just just doing it to infuriate. Turn it off. Turn it off now. God. What is wrong with you?
3: Marlon, love you the most, to say the least. Anyway, you said if you don't ask, well, actually, I think you said you have to ask um, or you won't get anywhere in life or something, whatever it was, your last podcast. You have to ask no matter what it is. So, well, I'm not sure how to say this. All right. Could you please not play any more Canadian music? Um, I think most of us listen to you because you're the funniest person, the funniest podcaster out there. That goes without saying. And five minutes of of horrible, horrible, horrible Canadian music is just too long and too boring. I just fast-forward to it, and I'm sure most Americans do as well. You know, if the bands are any good, they would be big here. Um, And, you know, I never know who you're talking about. I never heard of these bands, and I'm sure it means something to you growing up listening to them. You know, just the way me listening to 50s and 60s and 70s means something to me. But I think most Americans just don't want to hear Canadian music. Um, so please don't play that anymore. Uh, maybe switch to playing clips from a movie or something. Uh, you know, like an old movie you grew up watching. But please make it American, not Canadian. Um I don't know. I'm sorry that I have to come down on you this hard, but Oh, it's just horrible. Please don't play it anymore. I love you the most, but say the least.
0: Wow. Americans don't like Canadian music? Um does the word Alanis Morissette ring a bell? Does Brian Adams ring a bell? Does Rush ring a bell? Do the bare naked ladies ring a bell? Does Michael Buble ring a bell? Does Loverboy ring a bell? Does Sarah McLaughlin ring a bell? Does Avril Lavigne ring a bell? Does Celine Dion ring a bell? Do I need to keep going? Good Lord, man. Now, just because you don't like it, Doesn't mean other people don't like it. I had other people, and for those of you that are confused, every now and then I drop in some Canadian music that's kind of obscure that I feel like maybe you guys weren't privy to down here in the United States. It's stuff I grew up on, stuff that I have my ear to the ground to, because it's Canadian. Same way you probably don't know the hit songs in Brazil or Portugal or Spain or Australia. So I thought, you know, good music is good music. I will, from time to time, drop in some stuff that I think is good, and you can love it or hate it, but to say that Americans don't like Canadian music, no, 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 my friend. No, 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 no. And there's many more examples of Canadian musicians I I could pull out, but I'm going to leave it there. I've made my point, but... I think I'm really going to make my point by playing one more Canadian song that is very, very Canadian. If you want to get a taste of the Canadian lingo and, you know, down down in uh, the States, you call them rednecks. Up in Canada, you call them hosers. And this next song I'm going to play, uh, it's kind of indicative of how your typical Canadian hoser, your farmer, your... Your guy who works at the factory, your guy down at the shop, these types of guys, hey, the fishermen, the farmers, the, the lumberjacks, these types of fellas, eh, hey? who are Canadian. And every now and then there, they like to get in their truck and take her out for a rip, eh, hey, bud. That's what they call it when they jump in their pickup truck and they go rolling around in the fields and through the mud. They're taking their, their their buddies for a rip there, boy. So I'm going to play you a Canadian song, and I hope you like it. You might not, but this kind of encapsulates the uh, Canadian vibe if you grew up and you're just kind of a good old Canadian boy into your hockey and into your fighting and your smoking and driving around in your truck. I think you're going to like it. Hear it out. It's kind of funny, but it's kind of very typical. Just for you, one more Canadian song that you never would have heard down here unless I played it. Here I go. I'm putting it on. I'm taking her for a rip there, bud. Fucking right. I'm from the great white north, right?
1: Like up above the states? The big landmass that the rest of the world hates? Fuck yeah. yeah. We're like above that. Fucking north, I guess. The big patch of trees where everybody's bored to death. We're just chilling up here, sipping syrup, playing hockey. Before we learn to walk, we can cross-check properly. Just rocking flat jackets, chainsaws, we operate them right. Fucking A-right we do, bud. We cut our weight with firewood every 20 minutes or so. Small parade. And if the Leafs make the playoffs, I'll fucking jump in the lake. Fucking. Buddy comes over to my place the other night, he's like, want to for a rip? And I was like, fucking right. So we hop in the truck and hit the mud, and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, bud. Just still for a rip, are you, bud? Just still for a rip? Just still for a rip, are you, bud? Just still for a rip? Just still for a rip, are you, bud? Just still for a rip, just still for every part your butt. Just still for a rep I come from the land of the polite. Where shit's covered in ice And when I'm down in the states They're like, you're too fucking nice so Like, yeah, we got matters But fucking buddies still fight And fucking swear And fucking drink all night Like this one time Me and fucking buddy are out having a dart And fucking buddy burns a hole in my coat And I was like, fuck mine Cause the coat was pretty new, right? And he's like, fuck you So I put his head in the snowbank And just started fucking feeding him the right left Like fucking bone. Boom, boom, got enough, yeah. And he's like, okay, okay, fuck, chill out, shit. So I pulled him out of the snow and we went out for a rip. Yeah, just out for a rip. Are you bud? Yeah, just out for a fucking rip. Just out for a rip. Are you Fuck Yeah, just out for a fucking Right Just out for a rip. Are you bud? Yeah, just out for a fucking rip. Just out for a rip. Are you bud? Yeah. Just out for a
0: rip. Fucking rights. Oh, yeah. Fucking rights, eh? Out for a fucking rip, eh? Fucking rights, bye. <laughs> so there you go, man. You gotta be careful when you start talking to me about Canadian stuff because I'm obviously very sensitive about it. I mean, I'm, I'm Canadian, I gotta stand up for myself. I mean, I'm American too, I would stand up for America too, but I was born in Canada. I'm a Canadian citizen, I'm an American citizen, I stand up for both of them. If somebody gives America a hard time, I stand up for America too. So there you go. How about that? Take her out for a rip, will ya bud? Fucking right, oh fuck yeah. So there you go, man. That's a little Canadian flavoring for you. If you want to watch this uh, video, it's it's a great video, man. I mean, I mean, some of the terminology in there you might not get. When, when someone asks for a dart, they're asking for a cigarette and talking about the Leafs winning. They're talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs winning the Stanley Cup. They're t- talking about cross-checking, which is a hockey term when you – cross-check someone with your hockey stick, on and on. But if you type into YouTube, take her for a rip, bud, you can actually watch these Canadian hosers rolling around in their pickup truck, and there's a little rock video, and it's actually a lot of fun. So I hope you got a kick out of it. We're going to end the show right there with a little little more Canadian music, much to some people's chagrin. oh, oh. oh. Um. Uh, so let's do some announcements and uh, take this show out for a rip. Chainsaws, we operate them right. Fucking a right,
2: we do,
0: bud. Fucking a rate we do, bud. All right. Uh, let's start with some stand-up comedy, man. Uh. Let's see. May seventh. May seventh, ladies and gentlemen. Which uh is tonight? Which is today? Hello, fucking a right. Uh. I'm in Buffalo. I'm in Buffalo, New York. My first time ever doing stand up in this fair city. And uh, I'm over at the Helium Comedy Club in Buffalo here. So get your tickets tonight. I'm here through Sunday. I'm here May 7, 8, 9, and 10. So move it. Come on down and fucking let's take this comedy out for a rip. Uh, Then later in the month, uh, May 21st to the 24th, I'm down in San Diego, California. Uh, Great club down there. The American Comedy Co. in San Diego. Awesome time. Come on down for that. And then we move into June. June 11th through the 14th, I'm at the uh, Improv in Ontario, California. Not Ontario, Canada. Ontario... California, just outside of L.A. Great club. Last time I was there, I think we sold out every damn show. Just packed it. It was a, a phenomenal. So come on out to that. Um, and then uh, the following week, I'm off to Houston. Houston, Texas. I love that. That's where I shot the movie Rocket Man. I have a little Texas in my heart. And uh, it's at the Improv, June 18th to the 21st. So uh, we will see you there, and uh, it'll be fun. And then in July, moving into July, I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm excited I'll be in New York at uh, Levity Live. And uh, it's not straight in Manhattan, but it's in a smaller uh, city just outside of Manhattan. I think it's called New Jack or something, Nijak, New York. But go to my website, harlowilliams.com. All the details are that for my stand-up dates. Uh, That'll be July 9th through the 12th. And then, uh, you know, we'll hopefully see you at these uh, these events. It's going to be a good, good time. Uh, Check out the uh, web store. Lots of gifts, T-shirts, fun T-shirts. Holy smokes. uh, Music, books. Um, art, all kinds of stuff. Just get to the store and find something you like, and we'll ship it out to you. Um, Also, if you want to write me, you can write me at harlandwilliams.com. There is a uh, contact page on the website. Just shoot me a letter. Or if you want to call me and leave a message and complain about Canadian music... 323 739 That number is on the website as well, harlemwilliams.com. Also, be sure to click on the YouTube um, subscription button. And anytime I put up a wacky video, it will come to you. And I've been putting a lot of them up lately, so don't miss out. Uh, and that's it, man. That is it. You can also uh, hear my podcast on um, All Things Comedy, which is a podcast network with lots of other funny comedians on there, so please check that out. And uh, that's it. We we are out of here. Um, thanks for being here. Tell your friends to get on the Harland Highway, and uh, we'll all jump in my truck, go down the highway, and take her for a rip there bud
1: so we hop in the truck and hit the mud and i was like oh fuck yeah bud just still for a rip are you bud just still for a rip just still for a rip are you bud
3: just still for a rip